First, I must, must confess that over the past few years I have been gravely disappointed with the white moderate. I have almost reached the regrettable conclusion that the Negro's great stumbling block in his stride toward freedom is not the white citizen's counselor or the Ku Klux Klaner, but the white moderate who is more devoted to order than to justice, who prefers a negative peace, which is the absence of tension, to a positive peace, which is the presence of justice, who constantly says, I agree with you and the goal you seek, but I cannot agree with your methods of direct action, who paternalistically believes he can set the timetable for another man's freedom, who lives by a mythical concept of time, and who constantly advises a Negro to wait for a more convenient season. Shallow understanding from people of goodwill <laughs> is more right, well, frustrating so than absolute misunderstanding from people yes. of ill all right, so welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Off Kilter, No Filter. I am your host, Byron Alexander, joined by my awesome-ass co-host, Mrs. Tammy Chase. Hello to you from Key West, sitting out on my deck in the nice blue sunny sky at 78 degrees. Ha <laughs> ha! See, look at that. Look at that. It's hotter Well, it got warmer for you. Yes. It's like 55 where you are, isn't it? Just for today. <laughs> oh, is it gonna get? Is it gonna get worse? Yes, it's supposed to get. Well, it's supposed to drop to the mid thirties, then back up to the mid fifties, then back yeah, down to the mid thirties. Yeah, I was gonna say. It's like, look, and this is all within well, a wait, but, few days. But mine, yeah, but mine says like next Tuesday it's supposed to be like sixty. It would cut it out. Sixty and rainy. Because the problem is, yeah. is it can't be. Yeah. Warm today, cold the next day. Warm the next day, cold the day after that. Because it just makes my sinuses go haywire. I hate that shit. That's true. That's true. That does happen to you. Yeah. Like, I'm sensitive. Well, I, I think my... the older I'm getting, the more sensitive to that I, I'm becoming, which is also annoying. My, the temperatures here in Key West are going to change, too. Like, today got to be 80. Tomorrow's going to be 78. Saturday, it'll be a cool 70. Boo. Yeah, that's the low for the next 10 days. <laughs> Although, okay, but yes, I said before, when Liam was here, it did get dropped down to 57, and that's some cold shit here. Yeah. Especially once you get used to it being always warm, your blood thins. Yeah, I'm noticing mm -hmm. that. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, 55, actually for me still feels good, but because uh, I don't even have the heat on right now. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, but tomorrow it's supposed to be 38, because tonight... It's 55 during the day. It's supposed to be like 22 tonight. Mm -hmm. It's like, get out, mm -hmm. get out of here. Get out of here. Because <laughs> I can't even feel it well, while I'm... Uh, this is part of the reason why I haven't been sleeping that well either. Because the pressure changes. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah. I feel um, when my sinuses start to drain or, or whatever, it's like my throat gets yeah. scratchy. So I feel it in the middle of the night. It's like, oh, shit. And so I have to like, well, Sunday it's going to be. Oh, I'm sorry. Saturday it's going to be 55 here. That's there. <laughs> at night. At night. That's some cold ass shit. Yeah. But I get to turn my air conditioners off. See. But you know what's funny? You know what's funny though? Uh -huh. Running those air conditioners since the day we bought this house. 
my my uh, electric bill has been lower than it ever was in Texas. Really? In Texas, in that house, that two-story house in Plano, our average bill was like 400 bucks. The lowest it was was 250 So far, our electric bill has not been over 130 Is that because your house is concrete, right? Or part of it, I mean? Yeah, and the rates are lower here because they're not arrogant enough to have their own motherfucking grid they can't maintain. <laughs> we don't have to go to the public marketplace and try to find the cheapest electricity. Mm. I'm sorry, they, they do practice some socialism in the rest of the country when it comes to elect- utilities. Right. And I like it, and I like it. <laughs> Goodness. Interesting. Because mm-hmm. it keeps, yeah. Well, here, like, when we had that ice storm two years ago, yeah. A year and a half later, I get an email saying, well, because one of our vendors went out of business because of the ice storm, we're going to pass that cost on to you. It's like, fuck yeah. Yep. 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 That was the whole deal. It's like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Why do they keep doing this kind of shit to Texas? Mm-hmm. Texas is like, ugh. Trash. It is not the Texas I grew up in. Yeah. It is not the Texas I, I left when I moved to Michigan. Uh-huh. Not at all. And it's very sad because it used to be a great state, and I don't think it is now. I think it's it's terrible now. Mm-hmm. And yes, I am I am looking at you know, Abbott. Yeah, I am. Who, by the way, my favorite comedian Dan Cummins in his most recent stand up. Um, well, actually, it's like last year's stand up, but it's really good. He does talk about the Handmaid's Tale that's going on in Texas. Mm-hmm. And he's like, isn't it ironic that the man who is paralyzed from the waist down is trying to take away women's reproductive rights? <laughs> you know, when's the last time he was even near a woman's reproductive organ? <laughs> Damn. People who are Oh, no, he... he sex too. Not with him. Sort of. but, you know, just like... You know. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is, like, Abbott is trash... And I'll be the fifteenth person to say that because, like, I know I'm not the first. But the only thing I just caution people sometimes when they like they call them Hot Wheels. And it's like, Ooh. like I no. get it, you don't like the man, but don't, don't do that. <laughs> here's, well, here's here's what I told. First of all, when I was a kid, Hot Wheels were cool, man. It's <laughs> a cool little car brand. Why you want to call this kid, this guy something that was cool in the seventies? Yeah, right. <laughs> gotta ruin my childhood memories of Matchbox and Hot Wheels. Yeah. But also, I mean, like, when they do that, it's like, I mean, you only one car accident away from ending up in the same fate, so... Right. Well... (laughs) Or an oak tree. That's what fell on him, was an oak tree branch. (laughs) Or slipping and busting your ass in the middle of the street because, um, or Mm -hmm. on your way to your car because it's iced over. It's like, if you fall a certain way, hey, you're gonna be rolling around here, too, so just be careful with that. That's true. Yeah. Abbott is trash. She is trash. But I can call him trash on his policy and his practice. I ain't got to, like, he can be a jerk who is in a wheelchair, yes. Mm-hmm. But he's not a jerk because he's in a wheelchair. No. And we know somebody that's cool as hell that's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Ooh. Mr. Zook. See if we can get him on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know if he would be, but you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta talk to him. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then he pops up on Facebook and likes something that I post. Ah, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah. Wow. Every now and then. Every now and then. Well, um, with all yes. of that being said, today's episode <laughs> is a continuation of our last episode talking about Martin mm-hmm. Luther King Jr. Excuse me again, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and 
Martin Luther King yes, Jr. Day. Um, mm-hmm. and just again, our experiences with it, uh, the man himself, the conversation around him, trying to set the record straight in some regards, or or maybe at the very least, um, you know, get rid of some of the dispel some of the the myths as far as like people who want to weaponize the idea yeah. of Martin Luther King, um, you know, and and Which use both it to, sides do. I'm sorry. Both sides do. Yes, because well, and you know, as we said before, both sides really they serve the same purpose or the same power structure. Mm-hmm. They just argue over who's in charge of it. Right, so, like, right. And unfortunately, we're mm-hmm. in, we've been in a position where it's like, we do have to choose the lesser of two evils, unfortunately, but that's still evil. Like, mm-hmm. don't miss the salient point. That's still evil. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, we don't want it. We would, we definitely would like a better option, but we don't have one at the moment. So, and we'll probably touch on this too when we get to our single voters and voter apathy episode. But the mm-hmm, idea, because mm-hmm. I hear some people is like, you know, they can't in good conscience vote for either party. And I understand what they're saying. It's like, I get that. But the problem is, that's in an ideal world where there is some kind of moral center or moral authority yeah. that, you know, can back that up. But uh-huh. you don't live in that world. <laughs> so if nope. you're not going to vote or if you're going to vote independent, because you feel better about your conscience or whatever, you're throwing your vote away. And this isn't the same conversation of don't vote third party because that's a throwaway vote or don't vote, um, you know, independently because, you know, we don't, um, those parties don't mean Which anything. is a fallacy anyway. It is. Which that's a fallacy anyway. Uh-huh. But the, the problem is, is that because you live in, in the real world of, that is governed by two parties, and one just happens mm-hmm. to be less trashy than the other for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it would be in your best interest to vote for the less trashy party. Which mm-hmm. sucks. Don't get me wrong. That does suck. But that's a better option than voting for the party yeah. that is actively and clearly trying to destroy. Okay? So, yeah. you know, just putting that out there. Like it's, and then they're actively and clearly trying to destroy you, but saying the other side is yes, doing that that very thing. Well, because it's a half truth. Like they are, yeah. but just not as fast. <laughs> 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 and then one side yeah. is like deliberate; the other side is just negligence. It's like the result yeah. is the yeah. same. It's like yeah. well, you're still getting the brunt. That's of, a really good. Yeah. Yeah, like that's one side is actively trying to kill it. The other side is not actively doing it, but through their negligence, they're just like, oh yeah, sorry, whoops, I left the burner on. I didn't mean to. Like, well, you're kind of late. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, I've had time to stew. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Time to stew. <laughs> but I well, anyways, yes. yes. <laughs> so, what does all that have to do with Dr. Martin Luther King? He said the same Junior. thing sixty years ago. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Very true. I was not there. <laughs> As old as I am, I was not there, so I can't attest to that fact, like, in person. 
Yes. But with all the things I've read and all that, yes, mm-hmm. he said that. <laughs> yeah, like he said the same thing. Maybe not as, as crass since he was a, at least public facing, he was a pastor and, you know, he had to keep that whole Southern Baptist kind of air about yeah. him. But yeah, well, I don't you know. know. Regardless, of, regardless of his personal life, personal life and, mm-hmm. and public life can, can be two different things. You, you can fight for civil rights for people and still cheat on your wife. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. That doesn't have anything to do with, and I, I mean, I'm only bringing that up because they tried to use that against him, mm-hmm. right? That moral code. Mm-hmm. It's like that still doesn't have anything to do with civil rights. Right. Well, that's the way Kennedy <laughs> That's is. a like, different moral issue. Kennedy was messing around with Marilyn Monroe as we come to mm-hmm. find out later. It's like, he was the president. And still, I'd like Donald Trump. Was she wasn't the only one. <laughs> right. She wasn't, she wasn't the only one. And she wasn't right, the only but one. that's yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you pick and choose when that thing. when it applies. You pick and choose when we mm-hmm. want to do, and that's again with the the idea of you know voting on a moral issue or or when uh, when they go low, we go high type of things. Like that's in mm-hmm. an ideal world where morals and and piety and all that stuff actually work and mean something. The the whole point of that, or the reason why we don't have that, is because there's no accountability. Because again, you're talking about power. Power only yeah. concedes to someone or something with more power. That's it. So until yep. you have that, right? If you're gonna try and sit on like pop, pomp and certain pop and circumstance of like, well, yeah, we we need to bring morals back into our politics. We need to, you know, I can't morally support Trump and, and, and Biden and this and that. It's like you did the same thing in 2016, and that's what got you Donald Trump. So if you're gonna do this, and same you know what thing the funny thing is. Eh, Politics in and of itself is immoral. Yeah. It just is. Mm-hmm. There's just no way around it. You can't be an honest politician. Mm-hmm. Honest politicians, because as much as I am slightly obsessed with the Obamas, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I think they are physically one of the most beautiful families on the planet, uh, there's there's moral issues we don't know about. There's But just to become a politician, he's not squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. Of course he's not. He's a politician. Right. But you're awesome. And uh-huh. go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. <laughs> and so with that, you have you have to you have to be able to uh what am I trying to say here? Okay. Give me a second. Right. Um it won't be pithy, but you know, it'll still be somewhat decent. Uh because <laughs> even if you are an honest person, if you have agreed to be a politician or you have striven to be a politician or it just gets dumped in your lap like Harry Truman. You have to deal with those moral issues and sometimes take the immoral, what would be considered the immoral route. Mm-hmm. So ordering the, the, the armed services to take somebody out, right? In the good book, those that follow, and I put that in air quotes, by the way, the, the good book, the, the Bible, whatever, right? People like to say, thou shalt not kill. Well, Obama had to have Osama bin Laden killed, right? He, he agreed. He said, I sign off on this. We are going to go after him. We're going to get him, right? Mm-hmm. And Obama is a, is a decent guy. He's a, he's a fantastic man, right? No scandals under the Obama administration, comparatively. Right. But that could be considered a moral issue, mm-hmm. right? So I guess it depends on, one, what you consider a moral issue, and two, there's no way around it. As the American president, you have to agree to immoral things, and you have to what would be considered immoral things. And, and as any politician, really, especially a senator probably, 
you have to agree to certain things to happen for you to be able to maybe even make progress in what you want to make progress. It's, it's, I had a professor at U of M Flint. I loved him so much. I'm pretty sure he's dead now. Um, Dr. Rubenstein, who wrote a book called Payoffs in the Cloakroom, because that's exactly what the Senate and the, the House of Representatives does, right? I'll vote for your bill. You vote for mine. We'll take care of all this. And 90% of it is some shifty shit going on behind closed doors. Yes. If y'all don't believe me, watch watch the movie, what was it, 13th Amendment? The, Lincoln. Watch Lincoln. Because they talk about that too, trying to get the 13th Amendment passed. All the shit they had to go through, all the the wheels and deals that they had to do, even back then, to get this one amendment passed, to be able to have it, one extra person in the South vote for the 13th Amendment for it to pass. But there was some pretty shady wheeling and dealing. Mm -hmm. And so politics in and of itself, again, okay. And people would say, oh, Harry Truman's pretty moral. Yep, he dropped those fucking bombs on fucking Japan. Ask them how moral they think that president is. Mm -hmm. He killed millions of people. Mm -hmm. Or hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands. Well, yeah. <laughs> so there, there's, no, there's no way that being a public figure that there's not going to be some moral indiscretion because mm -hmm. it depends on how you define moral. Of that and because the the whole system itself is predicated on immorality. Yeah. Like, it, again, it's all white supremacy. So, yeah, by its very yeah. design, it's immoral. So somebody yeah. who's in charge of it is going to have to compromise their principles. Yep. It That's the word I was looking for the whole time. <laughs> well, this is why we're friends. Can't be exactly compromised. Yeah, they have yes. to because the mm -hmm. whole thing is a farce, honestly. But we've been conditioned to uphold it. We have we've accepted it because it's been solidified as normal for as long as this country's been a country. Like, mm -hmm. that's how it's supposed to operate. That's how politics is supposed to work. So, of course, when you're challenging that or if you're trying to expand that to say, like, hey, you know, if this is what we're working with, why don't we reconstruct this so that it actually serves the people or that it actually benefits, you know, the electorate or your constituents, right? Give power to the people type of thing huh. it's like oh, that's yeah that sounds good on paper but it's like we're not actually yeah. willing and wanting to do that we'll have a representative to say like this is what the people want and you can vote in it yeah. you know in this whole ceremonial uh, 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 ceremonial goodness thing but at the end of the day those with power know how to wield that power they'll do it in their oh, yeah. best interest if you if Go you as the, the constituency get a benefit from that you think everything's fine well yeah because you kind of got your way or you got you got um yeah again the benefits of it but if you're somebody who's on the losing end because again remember this system is set up for this zero sum type of thinking where it's like haves and have nots so if you're one of the yeah. have nots then of course you're not really feeling and, and on top of that, if you're in a demographic that is excluded from it, but still have to deal with the fallout from the decisions that get made, yeah, how are you supposed to navigate that, right? How are you supposed to function with that? Why would you then be, um, you know, super patriotic, you know, bleeding, bleeding heart of, you know, I'm proud to be an American or whatever. It's like, you don't even see me as an American. 
funny. You tax me like right. bro. like you leave me out right. of everything. Exactly. Uh-huh. You know. So it's like well, make it make sense. And then that's that's <laughs> and then that's the thing, you know, to keep the people happy, you throw them a bone every now and then, mm-hmm. right? We're fighting for you, we're doing this, blah blah blah. Right. Well out of one hundred mm-hmm. out of one hundred senators. Mm-hmm. Just curious. On a 100 senators, I wonder how many of them still really have any kind of uh, aren't, aren't as concerned scruples or aren't as concerned about re-election as they are helping people. Three. I'm just playing that one. <laughs> I was thinking three to five. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking three to five. I would. I would. I would put. And I could. I could be wrong, but I did as much research on this person as as I you know. A lot of research because I did vote for him in the primaries in 2016. But I would put Bernie Sanders in that that pile mm-hmm. of people that probably still really care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see Which that. Which is what makes him an outlier, you know, mm-hmm. because of his democratic socialism. But I don't know. There's 100 senators, and I don't know very many. <laughs> <laughs> Some surprise I know the ones me. from Texas. I'm like... Well, I know the ones from Texas, right? Because I, I had to vote in an election. I wanted to vote in an election. Unfortunately, my guy didn't win, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I still voted, but I was one of the ones that made it really close. Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz won literally by the skin of his fucking teeth. Mm. He won by tenths of a percentage point. It was that. Close? I voted for Beto. Uh huh. It was really close. <laughs> it was like barely. He barely kept it. Okay. Yeah. So I was very proud that I had definitely voted in that one because it was like, yeah, fuck you, Ted Cruz. It, I hate you. It would have been, it either would have gone to Beto or it would have been a lot closer because I remember sitting in class talking to my classmates. And I was like, hey, did you vote? They're like, oh, no. I, yeah, I didn't. It's like, you should vote. You can vote on campus. Yeah. It takes 10 minutes because it uh-huh. was the midterm and it was during the yeah. day, so it wasn't that busy. Yeah. And it was early no, voting. No, it was not. And I'm talking to one of my classmates. I just walked in real quick. Yeah. I like I, mm-hmm. I'm talking to one of my classmates and I'm like, hey, um, make sure you guys vote. You know, it's it's right there, it's really mm-hmm. simple, whatever, whatever. I didn't tell you who to vote for. I just said make sure you vote. And I'm like just vote. Oh yeah, no, I, I didn't do that. It's like I get part of it is age and like they're young, so because I went through the same yeah. thing. I didn't know what a midterm election was until mm-hmm. um honestly, until after Trump became president. Cause I was like, what's the yeah. midterm? I didn't know what that was. That's why, because yeah. Barack Obama's always like, where were you guys in 2010? Like, fuck you mean? You was president. You got elected in 2008. You good until 2012, right? It was like, well, well, that was the one that killed him. Right. It was like that was the that was the one that killed him. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That midterm. Right. It was like, oh no, there's 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 another election. Like you you vote basically mm-hmm. every two years. I don't know. Sometimes you vote then every those- year. And those really fucking count mm-hmm. because those are definitely popular vote. There is no electoral college for them bitches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are one hundred percent straight. Your vote don't even don't even try to tell me it don't count because yeah. it does. And no, you don't cancel each other out if you and your spouse vote separate. Right? Yeah, that, uh. or vote opposites. You don't cancel each other out. It's not one for one in this country. <laughs> right. It doesn't work like that. But so many people think that. Again, we'll cover this in our our voting episode. So many people think that. Those fallacies about how how to engage with the actual process. And there's... um, Because they've been told that on purpose. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They've been told that on purpose. Yeah. 
Well, I have same way with your vote doesn't count because the electoral college. It sure as shit still does. Still, yeah, yeah, you're still. But even if you're voting for technically an electorate, fine. Uh-huh. But it's like that elector is representing how many votes they got within that particular mm-hmm. district. You know, it's not yep. a perfect system. It is predicated on slavery. You can dismantle it and figure something else out. But what we have for right now, this is the system mm-hmm. that we have to use. Again, unnecessary evil as it is. Yes. Yeah. So you'll vote for the party that's a little less trashy, so it gives you a password. As Amanda Seals puts it, and this is free advertising because Amanda Seals doesn't need it, but she's awesome. It's like we're not voting for a person, we're voting for a path forward. And it is very yeah. clear as shitty as Joe Biden is, he is not as shitty as Donald Trump. Just saying. Right. Like, do we want him? Not really. Does he excite us? No. Unfortunately, he's the one driving the bus right now. And he actually knows where we're going. So we'll keep him yeah. there for right now. And you know what? Uh-huh. When he starts to fall asleep at the wheel or if he's turning the wrong way, Joe, this way, bro. This way. <laughs> Remember in, sister act, in, in the first sister act where uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg and Mary Clarence is like stomping on the floor for Alma to play the right note? He's like, yeah. Alma, check your battery. That's where we're at. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right, Joe. Wake up, buddy. Yeah. Wake up, Prez. That makes more sense. We we need you. Yeah, it's like that's that more makes more sense in our current predicament than getting somebody who doesn't know how to drive the bus. I I kept seeing that when Donald Trump became president. Or thinks they do. Or, yeah, or thinks, thinks they, they do. do and is the worst driver because they can't even keep their golf cart on the off the fucking green. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and they, they drive all over there. And I don't know much about golf, but I know you're not supposed to drive the golf cart wherever you fucking want to drive it. Right. Well, I kept seeing this. And again, this is Martin Luther King episode, so we'll get, we'll get to him. But this is our off-kilter. I kept seeing this mm-hmm. when Donald Trump became president. And it was like wanting Donald Trump to fail is like wanting the pilot to crash the plane we were all on. Which is yeah, a, I know. That's a fine analogy. Tom Hanks even said that. Yeah. Tom Hanks even said like, that. He said, "No, I I want him to do a great job. Yeah, like I don't want him to mess up this country." Yeah, well, like that's that's oh. a good analogy. The only problem is mm-hmm. he doesn't know how to fly the fucking plane. Right, exactly. <laughs> like we don't want him the to crash the plane might. we're all on. We know he can't yeah. do it. But y'all said, "Yeah, fuck yeah. it, yeah, we don't care." That's the problem. A lot of people yeah. sat out and were just like, I mean, you know, whatever. It's like, no, no, it it, it does matter who's president. Mm-hmm. It does matter it sure who you does. vote for. Like, yeah, we can we can have the conversation about Democrats and Republicans. And like I said, they both do the same thing. One is just slower than the other, or they're both beholden to white supremacy. That's true. They're both mm-hmm. beholden to corporations. Mm-hmm. That's true. However, mm-hmm. It does matter who's sitting in that seat because that person, whoever it is, wields power and how that power is wielded and how how they do that is how it impacts us directly and indirectly. That does matter. And you know what? If people, if that person, excuse me, did not wield very much power, why does everybody want it? And why do they want to keep it when they're in there? Mm -hmm. And why did somebody try to steal an election, start an insurrection because they didn't want to leave it. Because mm-hmm. they didn't want to leave that power. Mm-hmm. That should tell everybody something, yeah. right? Well, they missed that part. You know, it's like the tag, the subtext is the text. And they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Right. They sound like my manager. No. I'm like, okay. No. <laughs> That's exactly what he sounded like, too. So, which way did he go, George? Which way did he go? Like, all right. <laughs> 
I said what I said. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, Martin Luther King dealt with that same shit too. He just wasn't as spicy. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. he actually he probably would. Well, you know, yeah. Well, he wasn't spicy on 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 record. He wasn't as spicy. No. He didn't. He, no, he was eloquent. Right? He just put it in such a way that they didn't understand it. Could you imagine if Dr. King had Twitter? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That would be so great. I didn't like, like the hot his takes. Tweets, <laughs> his tweets would just slam everybody, but because he was, oh my goodness. <laughs> Talk about eloquent. Yes, but just one good time. It's like, I'm tired of this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and if you cross me one more time, I'm going to whoop that ass. I'm going to whoop that ass. Good God <laughs> almighty, I'm going to whoop that ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dr. King. Just one time. Just one time. Also, Jonathan Majors, keep Coretta, keep Coretta Scott King's name out your mouth. I don't know why. He keep talking about Coretta. Leave that woman alone. She don't been through it. Huh? Mm-hmm. She don't went to glory in 2005. Here he go. Just like, oh, well, yeah. going to be Coretta. Shut up. Leave her alone. <laughs> My God. I don't know what it is, but like he said, his ex-girlfriend was supposed to be Coretta Scott King. And I'm going, what? Why? And then after they broke up and had the whole thing, now his new girlfriend is supposed to be Coretta Scott King. Again, why? I don't mm-hmm. I don't get it. It, it, I, it makes I, no I, sense. Uh, <laughs> anyway, back to Dr. Martin. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, people use um, Obama all the time about, you know, we got a black president. Shouldn't that have made Dr. King happy? Mm-hmm. That wasn't the point. <laughs> right. Also, Again, you missed the salient point. Just, it's not the point. We have to get a black man in there right now. Uh, no, that's not the point. Right. It's 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 the process, not the mm-hmm. end result necessarily right away. Correct. We need to change the process. We need to change the whole system. As to how, why, why do we even have to say first black man mm-hmm. <laughs> as president? And ostensibly. Same reason why when we get, yo, know, oh my gosh. Kamala Harris, first woman vice president, mm-hmm. and she's okay. a she's a black woman too. So like, she's our first mm-hmm. black woman. Like, Lindsey Graham was like, well, of course we're not racist. Like, we have a we had our black president with uh, Barack Obama, <laughs> and then we have our first black female president with Kamala Harris. Of course we're not racist. Hell, even Nikki Haley's stupid ass up there talking about this country isn't racist, and then contradict herself. They say, well, yeah, I faced racism when I was little. It's like, well, then, damn girl, is it racist or not? Tim Scott did the same thing. I mean, yeah, there's how no did, racism. How did, uh, how did she face racism? She's Indian. Her name is Nimrod. Oh, com- Nikki oh. is her middle name. Her father, her parents immigrated here in the 60s. Her father worked for an HBCU. But because... Really? Yes, and here's the thing. So they just had the whole huh. caucus in Iowa. Remember last episode when I said the model minority myth applies to East Asian people because they're lighter skinned mm-hmm. or lighter complected? Mm-hmm. You see the same thing playing out now with the Republican um, convention, um, or uh, yeah, the Republican uh, candidates, not convention, because Nimrata Haley is lighter skin. She is Indian. Vivek Ramaswamy is darker skin. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Where's Vivek? Because that fool just had to drop mm-hmm. out the race. They wasn't checking for Vivek. In fact. He's saying all the anti-black talking points, all the all the right-wing talking points, uh, you know, to get to get people behind him. And at the end of the day, it was still the same crap. Well, what's your religion? Are you from here? Yep. Where are you from, really? 
what yeah what do you practice where are you from really exactly it's like well i mean you i don't he has darker skin i'm not really sure uh-huh and this is the party that you want to he uh, has a for. lot of vowels in his last name yeah yeah well it, <laughs> it wasn't gonna happen for him anyway because it's like one the electorate of this country is not going to vote for someone that they they can't even pronounce their nas their last name. Yes, no, it is because no. of racism, but still, like the way that it's set up, the way that this country functions, and the general mm -hmm. public, they're not rocking with Ramaswamy. It was a surprise uh, enough when uh, Barack, Barack Obama, Obama exactly because his oh, name but is they, they threw that Hussein in there. Yeah, they threw that all the time. Uh -huh. Fox News that could not say his name without saying Barack Hussein Obama. Uh -huh. I was like, well, did you do that to whatever George the fucking W's middle name is? Yeah, what was his middle name, right? Mm. <laughs> I think it's Walker, isn't it? Like, it's even like H.W. Bush. I was like, what the hell is H.W.? Mm -hmm. It's not H.G. Wells. Like, it's like H.W. But <laughs> it wasn't until after he died. It was like, yeah, Herbert Walker. It's like, how the hell do you have two middle names like that? Like, you just sound bougie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> was your name George are, Herbert? They're... And then Walker was your middle name, then Bush, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of times they use um, the the mother's maiden name for a middle name. My cousin, Justin, he's like, he's four months younger than Liz, but he's my first cousin because he's my mom's youngest sister's son. Anyway, they that's not the point. They gave him, his middle name is uh, my aunt and also my mother's uh, maiden name. Okay. Mm -hmm. I guess that makes so sense. So I think the Walker part, yeah, I think the Walker part is, and then since since George W. is not quite a junior, mm -hmm. but almost a junior, he just doesn't have that H part, mm -hmm. then, you know, he's, it, it's kind of like a family name that's being Passed handed down. down. I could be wrong, but that's what it sounds like. No, that makes sense. Because that was, that was a very, very popular thing to do back, uh, especially back in the, like, the, the, teens the 20s the 30s mm -hmm. something like that that way it kept the kept the mother's name that makes sense going as well because my mm -hmm. name is my mother's maiden name and that was like a southern tradition yeah. that from what i understand i learned that in like third grade um your mother's byron mother. is yep okay cool mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because my grandmother like on my mother's side um the mm -hmm. last name is byron so like my grandmother's oh, yeah. name it was you byron my uncle yeah, is Stanley okay. Byron. So like cool. but I was my yeah. I was between my mom and my, my dad, I was there first because my dad had two kids before he met my mother. So Yeah. Um, between my mom and dad, I'm their firstborn. So I got my mom's uh main name as my first name. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I guess it wasn't even supposed to be that, it was gonna be Lawrence and it was like nah. <laughs> Lawrence Alexander White. Yeah, I would have been Law. Cool. I know. I hey, been law, Liam's Law. Right. Liam is Law. His name's Liam Alden Watson. Mm -hmm. I guess you grow into your name That's though, because I don't know. I can't see myself as a Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh well. My parents had no other no other name picked out for me. It was Tamara Elizabeth right from the beginning. Ah. Mm -hmm. They didn't even have a boy's name picked out for me. Now my brother, they had a boy's name picked out for him. I mean, a girl's name picked out for him. Mm. They had his name, the one he does have. That was that was first choice in case he was a boy, and then they, he had, there was another one just in case he was a girl. Oh, uh, I don't think I ever had that. But story. I was, yeah, yeah I, I, I was a girl I was right a from the beginning, boy. evidently. Yeah, 
because even when my sister was born um I, I can't really remember if it was like at one point we found out definitively that it would be a girl but I think it was mm-hmm. still up in the air for a minute but this is also like 1994 into 95 and I'm seven yeah. so I'm not paying attention mm-hmm. that much <laughs> right <laughs> who cares about names right it's like I mean I'm going to be a big brother cool I don't really know what that yeah. means yet until the baby gets here but sure alright mm-hmm. whatever yeah. <laughs> I get to be something yeah. yeah right and then you know my sister's been on the podcast so there you go mm-hmm. anyway she is awesome yeah she turned out fine. I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> She used to crochet in class. Yeah. Yeah. We love her. We love Back her. when she had that weird boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be a different <laughs> podcast episode. Not her, but like the, the whole dating mm-hmm. phase of like everybody goes through their bad boy, bad girl phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even in same-sex relationships, it's like, yeah, you go through your bad boy, bad girl yeah. phase. doesn't matter. It's like, all it is is just growth. You test the boundaries. Speaking of bad boys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, back to Dr. King. Yeah, yes, bad boy. Dr. King was not uh, quiet. He was not the mm-hmm. the doting grandfather type of imagery that we've been given, like we said last episode. Like, the man was, he was radical. Not as radical as maybe a Stokely Carmichael or mm-hmm. uh, Eldridge Cleaver at the time before he became, how was that? No, was that Eldridge Cleaver? Then he changed his name to Kwame Ture? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. That's a good question. Uh, I should know this. People are going to fry me up. Yeah, yeah, if I was on Twitter, they'd be like, no, it was the other guy. Hold on. Let me get my my facts straight. Hold on. Uh, no, Stokey Carmichael changed his name to Kwame. Kwame Ture. Did he? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's... Yeah. Okay, yes. Wait a minute. Now, who am I thinking After of? falling out with the Black Panthers, Stokey Carmichael yes. started a self-exile, moving from the U.S. to Guinea, eventually changing his name to Kwame Ture mm-hmm. to honor his patrons Kwame Nkrumah and Seiko Ture. Mm. And he became a Republican, but not, not the current <laughs> Republican, see? No. That's the whole difference. It's like... Yeah, I mean, you still came, you still became a Republican, but you became a Republican in the time where the parties were starting to shift again. So, uh, I don't know. Well, and the, the his partner, uh, right, for for uh, Black Panthers was Huey. Huey, Huey that's what I was thinking of when I mm-hmm. said Stokely Carmichael. Mm-hmm. Like, Huey yeah. was in my head. Huey. That's why I was like, wait, no, no. Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, Huey. Huey was the one that was... Wasn't Huey the one that was gunned down by the police? No, that was... home? No, that was Fred Hampton. Fred Hampton. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he was only 21 when that happened. Yeah. Um, Because he's the Black Messiah, at least, was going to be. He was... um, He was more hands-on because he wasn't... At the time, he wasn't as known as Dr. King. Like a lot of the, yeah. the people that we know now, um, one is because of the internet, but two, it's like you've had decades um, of of mythology. How do you want to say it? Mythologizing, so that yeah. the the legacy of a Fred Hampton, you know, makes him bigger than what he was when he was living. It's not to say that he wasn't important. 
like he was, but um, it's like George Jackson. You think about, you hear about him now, but you have decades worth of, you know, storytelling and, um, and posturing to kind of make them larger than life. Because of, what, of course, what ended up happening is like they were killed, so they got more power as a martyr. So, yeah. and that's part of the reason why the powers that be when they killed Dr. King and, um, and John F. Kennedy and Robert Kennedy and Malcolm X and Fred Hampton and like keep going down the list, they stopped at least for a minute or they didn't do it as publicly because what they were starting to find out is that, oh, we're giving people more power as martyrs. Like they're rallying right. behind this cause. So we can't yeah. just come out and cut folks down. It's like, well, they're speaking out against the powers that be. They're speaking out against the sleeping giants, you know, if the giant wakes up and it, you know smites you, people are like, "Well, yeah, what the fuck, man? You can't do that." And so you'll get a revolt because the same thing has always been true. There are more of us than there are yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's disproportionate because they have access to certain things. You know, it is kind of hard to fight off a tank or an A-bomb. However, yeah, there's still more of us than there are the people who sit around you know the control that has that, that uh the switch that controls the avon you see what i'm saying yeah 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 oh yeah and for sure i mean you have to even take it there but you see even just the response right now of what's going on with israel and palestine that's not this episode mm -hmm. but take of what's happening currently as far as the public discourse goes and compare that to oh. what it was just even three or four years ago Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a hell of a lot. Oh, yeah. Remember when I said, um, I've said this before in a few episodes, but remember how I said how different World War II would have been if you could actually talk to Anne Frank in real time because of social media? You get right. to do that now. Yeah. Yeah. And you see how different the response is. Yeah. Very interesting. So, with Dr. King, if he had Twitter, it was tweeting from a Birmingham jail. And tweeted like, hey, I've been arrested 31 times. That's every day of the month of October. Y'all see what's going on with this? <laughs> yeah. Very interesting. There are letters from a Birmingham jail. I want to read something from it real quick. Yes, please. A couple of things, but we'll start here. <sighs> because they don't, they, in school, when I learned about it, they talked about him writing letters from a Birmingham jail. But, but they didn't talk about the letters. They never talked about the letters. Not really. Mm -hmm. I think my first grade teacher might have, but that's like faulty memory because I was six. So that was 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. Right. I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for a first grade class, um, when we did learn about it was always, every time he came up um, each year, it was always the same thing. It was, he was born in 1929. He graduated from college at like 15, or I'm sorry, he went to college at like 15. Um, and then he was arrested 31 times. There was the march on Selma, but it's just the march. They don't tell you about Bloody Sunday. They don't tell you about- Yeah, they don't, right? they don't. Uh, I only learned about that because of a TV movie called Selma, Lord Selma. Uh, right, and there's there they don't actually it's not in most textbooks either. Uh -huh. You know the million the the 
the March on Washington, you know, the I Have a Dream speech and all that, they, that's pretty much where they leave it. They don't, and they, they only talk about the bus boycott. Yep. And, but they never, ever talk about Selma. Nope. I, I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. Yep. I always did. It, and then it stops, of course, when he's assassinated. And even when he's assassinated, they kind of downplay it. One could argue that they don't want to scare the kids, but also at the same time, it's like, and we're children of the 90s at this point, so we have the blockbuster. We've seen Die Hard. Like, death doesn't really mm-hmm. scare us as little kids. <laughs> right. Like, it, it doesn't. We have Power Rangers. We have Batman, Ninja Turtles. Uh, we, you know, video games are starting to become a thing. Mortal Kombat came out in 1992. So, you know, oh. you're not scaring anybody. And that could Grand be a whole, Theft Auto. Right. Well, that came later, but that could be a whole conversation about desensitization to death and such, but it's not just with kids. You have primetime television that does the same thing with adults. Yeah. See our propaganda episode, and there will be a part two. Anyway, so letters from a Birmingham jail. <laughs> yes, please. One of the excerpts, and people have heard this before, but we'll we'll put it here, because there's a couple of things, but mm-hmm. in any nonviolent campaign, there are four basic steps. One, Collection of the facts to determine whether injustices are alive. Two, negotiation. Three, self-purification. And four, direct action. We have gone through all these steps in Birmingham. Birmingham is probably the most thoroughly segregated city in the United States. Its ugly record of police brutality is known in every section of the country. It's it's unjust excuse me it's unjust treatment of the Negroes and the courts is notor- is a notorious reality. There have been more unsolved bombings of Negro homes and churches in Birmingham than in any city in this nation. There are, are <laughs> these are the hard, brutal, and unbelievable facts. On the basis of these conditions, Negro leaders sought to negotiate with the city's fathers, but the political leaders consistently refused to engage good faith negotiation that was written in what 1963 mm-hmm. this is 2024 yep, but it could now. be now yeah uh-huh. and it could be it could be now yes interesting it's like the more mm-hmm. things change the more they stay the same because you didn't change anything structurally Mm-mm. no right and and then that's that's part Okay, so to me, that's part of the system, though, too, right? That's part of the whole systemic thing, is there's there's a group of people that put up a big stink. I'm not quoting myself here. That's not how I feel, but I'm just saying, right? So we make it look like things have changed for a little bit, right? So people are a little getting along a little bit better. Not, not great, but still, right? Things are a little bit, seem a little bit better after civil rights legislation, right? 70s kind of roll through and you know there's there's a little bit more of a of a people are a little bit more copacetic and then the 80s okay we're all just really digging on you know the whole later on hip-hop vibe we're all digging on the whole pop music michael jackson whitney houston we're all digging on all that then the 90s come and it's like wait a minute wait what what we're starting to what and then the la riots hit and you're like what i thought everything was cool man i thought everybody was getting along great because that's what they made you think that's part of the system there's 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 pacification and then after a while people are like wait a minute now i'm not saying the la riots were for i mean that it just that's a very 
volatile situation. That was that was a uh, overreaction response, mm -hmm. but it had been brewing for a very long time, mm -hmm. <laughs> just like the ones after the the uh, the blackout in New York in the 1970s. It just it it just it was a whole bubbling cauldron that needed one little tiny catalyst, and that was Rodney King, right? Mm -hmm. But that's the whole point, yeah. right? Was everything seemed fine, but it was bubbling under the surface, and then in the 90s hit, and it was, as you have said many times, the party's now over. Mm -hmm. Now we gotta deal with the hangover, which was the 90s. Yep. And then the 2000s roll around, and it's just now slowly getting more and more worse. And I would even say slowly. I'd say it's kind of starting to snowball, actually. Yeah. To the point where we are where we are, and it's so blatantly fucking obvious now. People are so blatantly just out, back out being racist. Just don't even say, don't even, they don't even do the say it under my breath kind of thing. No. You know, I don't want the black people, mm -hmm. or God forbid they use the N-word, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, they, they don't. They don't even do that under their breath anymore. It's blatantly fucking out there now. Yeah, well, that was part of the reason why they voted for Trump. It wasn't because right. It wasn't just because Trump was flagrant and you know outspoken or whatever. It's what he symbolizes. Like Donald Trump has always been mm -hmm. Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. So even when mm -hmm. I talk about him, mm -hmm. I'm trying not to do it where it's like it's all his fault. It's not. Donald Trump is an mm -hmm. avatar for how people felt. He's just the conduit mm -hmm. for it. Because of course. Not everybody can be president at one time. So he's the representative of that. And he showed yep, you. That's exactly what he So is. voting uh -huh. for him is that. And he it, accepted it. He wanted it. Yeah. Well, when he when he won, he was surprised as much as everybody else was. If you go back and look when they announce it, he has this look on his face. Like, oh, shit. Because really? <laughs> he did do everything to be disqualified. Yeah. He was saying all the stuff mm -hmm. that people were like, he's he's. You're kidding. You're not going to still vote for him, right? Like, that doesn't even make sense. He even told you not to vote for him. He said, even after he won, Hillary should have won the election. He's right. It's not because she was, it's not just because she was better Good. qualified or whatever. <laughs> it's like, no. That, yeah, that's she was better the, qualified. That was the choice that made yeah. sense. But what they're recognizing is that, oh, this country operates in a very specific way. And people who have been saying that, um, online at the time and before you had the internet were always kooks or they were always agitators they were yeah. always um, you well, know that's what i mean that's up. what yes. they were labeled right yeah after after the civil rights movement mm -hmm. right during the during the the 70s and the 80s that so you had two decades 20 years of those kind of people and i put those kind of people and i mean those kind of people being you know uh, yeah just out on the fringes oh he's racist or or he was your grandpa like my grandpa oh he's just an old racist man yeah i, I love him for he's my grandpa but i would never trust him <laughs> when it comes to certain things he can't accept you know the integration all this kind of stuff right i mean he accepted integration he just used very bad unacceptable terms mm -hmm. um <laughs> for labeling people and then he hated danny k but uh Poor Danny Kay. But, um, but so for 20 years, they're kind of pushed to the side, right? But then the 90s, they started creeping out. And then for sure, yeah, mm -hmm. it, it just started snowballing in the early 2000s, mid-2000s. And then here we are. And here we are. And then, yeah, with the election of Donald Trump, it just became... Because it was for permission. I am not the first person yeah. to say this, but... Like it was permission to be the ridiculous yeah. person that you've always yeah. been. Because when Barack Obama yeah. became president, when he was elected, people were just mm -hmm. like, oh my God, oh my God. Mind you, nothing changed structurally. 
Barack Obama as president still followed what was set before him because it's yep. he has to maintain that structure. That's the whole job. Well, of that's the what they. That's that's how it's all happened too. Though any any senators that have been people of color or females mm -hmm. or uh, let's go beyond. But I guess all the people of color. I hate that term too. But mm -hmm. okay, it's what we so have. We'll, we'll make it individual, right? So Native American and and all that. So they've all become part of the system mm -hmm. because of course you know you want to try to change it within from within that's what barack obama said in his books his whole point was to maybe change it from within well that's harder than it seems because being part of the system by letting you in that just being part of the system then you're you're you can't do what you think that you might be able to do right you've just you've been allowed in mm -hmm. which is why when they talk about <laughs> When they, for the longest time, honest to God, up until recently, right? Whenever, whenever they would teach, and I remember this when I was in school and college, whenever they talked about when women uh, uh, secured the the right to vote, women's suffrage, they always used the word allowed. Yes. In 1920, women were finally allowed to vote. It's like, mother, what the? Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. They also don't really talk about same what way women with went the same way to with get that vote. Right. Well, and same same way with with the the civil rights. No, I'm sorry, the Civil War amendments, thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen. Right. Mm -hmm. So so thirteenth amendment, slaves. You know, slavery was abolished. They were finally allowed to be free. Allowed to be free. Mm -hmm. And then say that that word allowed. Same way with the fourteenth amendment. Right. Now they are allowed to be citizens. Fifteenth mm -hmm. amendment. Now they're black men are allowed to vote but no but no women fuck you chicks right right which is oh my god y'all got pussy right. so you better back off but that's why black <laughs> women in particular hold this weird spot uh -huh. why Martin Luther said that the black woman is the most disrespected woman because the term yes. for it is called massage noir you deal with patriarchy and white supremacy as a black woman yeah and so that's i would i would only say there's one other group that would challenge that mm -hmm. and i would say that that's native american yeah. women not native american men but native american women i think are on equal footing for being disrespected yeah because they they are also in fact uh yeah i would say that they're equal footing with yeah. the black woman yeah well, it's like if i if, if black they and brown just, women you know, deal with that because you're dealing with patriarchy yeah. and white supremacy at the yes. same time and yeah. the thing with like white women just being women is like because of white supremacy yeah. you get to just be a woman right but exactly. you're still yeah. held at a disadvantage because of patriarchy but when yeah. you're a person of color you have all the other privileges of everything else. exactly yeah. and that's why there's mm -hmm. a conversation mm -hmm. when it comes to feminism why some people categorize it as white feminism why they say feminism in the 70s um, or that, that second wave of feminism didn't really apply to women of color. There's a conversation about feminism versus womanism and like what feminism mm -hmm. is supposed to be. You know, that's a little bit, um, right. I know of those conversations, but I'm, I'm not equipped to have those conversations. But all that being said, what they're addressing is again, structural issues. If you right. have power structure, white supremacy, patriarchy, predatory capitalism, Christian nationalism, and then under patriarchy, you get heteronormativity. If you are somebody who is a person of color, uh, female or female presenting, um, we'll just say genderqueer as an umbrella term, 
um, and poor. Is it right? And non-Christian, right? It, it doesn't even be like like you could be Catholic, Baptist, so, Methodist, whatever. They want you to be some form of Protestant, but yeah, you know, preferably yeah. yeah they want Catholic you, is second best. Yeah, Catholic, <laughs> and that's only because the king was Catholic at the time when when uh, the Protestants came over here. They were like, yeah, fuck that. We don't want to do Catholicism. But mm -hmm. you know, they want you to be some form of Christian. Right. If you're not Jewish, hmm, I don't know, Muslim, especially. Oh, gosh. Oh, Muslim, my no. God. No. Right. That's where these things, as wow. Dr. Um, Kimberly Crenshaw says, this is where intersectionality becomes a thing because you have different power structures coming in on you. The the uh, the weight of these power structures, these power dynamics affecting your life in different ways. Right. And they're crisscrossing because you're not just a woman in a patriarchal society you're a black woman in a patriarchal society so you're dealing with you're white supremacy and black woman exactly so now you're or 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 how about this a gay trans woman uh-huh you're a gay black trans woman who's poor that is buddhist and poor uh -huh. uh, you're like the you are the pariah yeah. of well, you're like the worst of the worst, according to them, not me. Right. Uh, that's not my opinion. Just mm -hmm. saying. <laughs> well, because you have like so two examples, and this is why this is how people ignore all of that because you have celebrities yeah. like a Janet Mock or um, she was on uh oh shit what's her name she was on uh Orange Is the New Black Laverne Cox, um okay yeah these are prominent people sure they're black they're trans they're they are trans women, mm -hmm. but they're also celebrities so they have some little uh uh some and it comes with an asterisk protection when it comes mm -hmm. to their particular station in this but they're mm -hmm. still black trans women they still deal with racism yeah. they still deal with patriarchy they still deal with transphobia same thing with caitlin yeah. jenner as much as she wants to be up there saying all the anti-trans talking points she found out real quick bitch you still trans they're not rocking right. with you right <laughs> Well, uh, don't don't even get. I don't even want to get started on 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 her. I I just really don't. Right. Well, because I just oh. as we said earlier, Nikki, uh, Nimrata, Vivek, mm -hmm. same thing. They're not rocking with you. You can say all of the 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 talking points. You can say all the right wing ridiculousness that you want to, but at the end of the day, but you're 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 trying to go on a, a Republican platform. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get it. You're not going to. It's and not you know, happen I, for you. No, mm -hmm. and that's I, I think that's that's where the other side has a small advantage mm -hmm. because at least they make it look like they'd accept you. Right, and that's the that's the part of uh, like why it sucks because it's like we know you we don't rock with you either. But I mean, if you got one bully but, who has a gun and another bully that has that has a knife, right? Right, it's like Ugh. yeah. Right, you both fucking yeah. you're both bullies. You both suck. We don't want either one yeah. of you. Yeah. But if I had to pick between, it's like. I was between Backstreet yeah. and, and NSYNC. I don't really like either one of the boy yeah. bands. But if I had to choose, <laughs> I'd go with NSYNC. I like both and that's in that case. Yeah, right? <laughs> I do. You know, like, I, well, I like it, like two we, songs from each one. Right. Well, like we want to get to that point, right? Like yeah. right now yeah. we're yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're, we're yeah. picking between arsenic and cyanide. Sure. I'd like to choose between apple juice and orange juice, right? Can we get there? Or maybe you know what? I want milk <laughs> today. I don't like yeah i'd like to be there that's the ideal I'll take a sprite right that's the ideal world Let's drink water but yeah, exactly right that's the ideal world that's not the world that yeah. we live in you know again right same thing as we right. said before you want to tell me all lives matter yes in the ideal world you are absolutely correct but until we have 
black lives that do matter, we're not in a world yeah. where all lives matter. Plain and simple. Uh-huh. Plus, yeah. it's semantics. And all lives. Like, they, 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 don't, they don't believe that bullshit. Yeah, well, yeah, they, they because, okay, let's just, let's just even think about all the other people who aren't white. Mm-hmm. I, 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 this, this is, this is, I have to say this now or I'll forget it again because I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a pin in what we've been talking about, if you don't mind, just for a second. Sure. Because we're going to have to wrap up soon anyway. It's yeah, all it is. Actually, it is because uh, of, you know, of those kind of labels, right? And you made a comment uh, much earlier in the episode where you said, you know, uh, where are you really from, mm-hmm. right? So like, okay, well, I'm from Chicago. Where are you really from? Because you're black, so you know you've got to be from you, your ancestors have to be from somewhere in Africa. And of course, every black person in America can trace. They could, but do they trace <laughs> their ancestors all the way back to the first person in their family that came over from Africa? No, because that's you know you can't. You can't. You can't. Mm-hmm. So, but it was funny. So Liam was applying for a federal loan, right? So we were on FAFSA. Yeah, if anybody's ever done that. So we're on FAFSA and he clicks on what race he is, mm-hmm. right? And the funny, the, the cool part is they're not calling whites Caucasians anymore because that's good because that just, I, I'm not from the Caucasus Mountains, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm not Caucasian, right? But, <laughs> and he clicked on white because that's what the offer was, right? Because he's not white Hispanic, and he's which is funny. When did that change from Hispanic to white Hispanic? When they just, broke it I, up I, to no. say because you have Hispaniola, and there are people like okay. Haiti and sure. Brazil. It's like they're black, sure. okay, but they're right. not African American black. Like it again, since it's all constructed, yeah. it doesn't make sense. When I was a kid, it was just you had white, you had black, you had like like a Native American, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it was, it was just, it was very, it was very much more generalized. And I'm not saying it's bad mm-hmm. that there's, that there's these, <laughs> so he clicked on white, right? Mm-hmm. And this drop down menu came down and he's like, this is new. Mm-hmm. I said, what? He said, uh, am I German American? Am I Scottish American? Am I British American? Am I French American? I said, they have all those to choose from. He said, every white country you can think of is now listed, Mom. And I was like, wow. They did that on the census, too. That is weird. Yeah. Okay. I was like, well, all right. If you had to pick, uh, if if they're making you pick, (laughs) you're, you're predominantly Scottish American. And he said, okay, because I was like, well, you're a mutt. So you're Scottish, you're British, which it's British Isle, but whatever. (laughs) Scottish and British. And you have a little bit of French uh, because, you know, my my grandfather on my mom's side is French. You also have a teeny tiny splash of German. Not proud of that, but still. Uh, (laughs) I said, and uh, oh, and on his dad's side, I said, you are Dutch on your dad's side. He's like. They won't let me pick more than one. <laughs> I said, isn't that funny? Because out of all the people in this country, guess who's more mutt than anybody else? The white people. Yeah. Because there is no white, white country. <laughs> yeah, there isn't. There's, there's a white continent for the most part. But are they really? Because there's a lot of Moorish Spanish, right? Uh-huh. There's, a, there's a lot of dark skin mixed in with the Spanish because of when the Moors took over. Mm-hmm. 
So there's the and, only and of white course Italians and right exactly. <laughs> well, so, so I'm like, I'm like, isn't that funny? You know, because if you choose African American, that's you're done. They don't. They don't have a drop-down menu that makes you choose what part of Africa your ancestors were from. Right. I just think that that's funny. So I was like, just choose Scottish. I mean, that's predominantly what's in it. I just I find it really interesting that they've added that now because yes. I've never seen that before. Because it's it's and it's, wh it's why it's part I mean, of the way that the this purpose? system is is trying to. <sighs> we're wrapping up. Trying to make it look it's like trying they're to look. Yeah, it's it's an optics because it's trying to be like, okay. oh, see, yeah, you know, we're. We're a mix of different people and different cultures and this and yeah. that. And it's like, mm hmm So here's a follow-up question. If Liam was mixed, then what would he put? And that makes it right. Well, as, that's like what if you like if if Doug if um if um uh his dad his dad was black, what would he check? Yeah. yeah. Well that's that's what what I was wondering mm -hmm. too. I I didn't ask him and I should have asked him, was there a mixed sometimes they'll have like or... they'll say mixed race. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, but it's which is not. I don't think that's a problem. I if I mean, if you have to fill this out, mm -hmm. first of all, if they don't make me fill it out, I always just put other because mm -hmm. I I'm I'm the only reason why I do that is because I find that I find demographics sometimes are well all times really demographics are for a specific purpose that yes. bothers me, and so I usually put same way same sometimes same way with sex. Mm -hmm. I'll just put other. Mm -hmm. Or I just don't check that box. Now, if it forces me to, of course, I'm going to choose, you know, yeah. the one I'm most comfortable with, which has mm -hmm. always been female. But at the same time, but if it says other, I click other. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes maybe, maybe that's why I'm not getting jobs. Not, I don't know. You know, like, yeah, they'll say uh, prefer not to answer. Some some sites mm -hmm. will do that. Yeah, I always do. I always click the prefer not to answer yeah. if I can because. But I'll be honest with you, when it comes to some opportunities. Mm -hmm. They're designed I mean, I'm to not, do that. I'm not, yeah, I know. And that makes me sad, but yeah. at the same time, if it's a matter of a job I really need and yeah. really want, well, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna click interrogate white female. Not necessarily your, yeah. not, not your personal um, convictions of it. It's like really mm -hmm. interrogate why do you have to be put in that position to do that in first right. place. What, right, right. Oh, that's my whole point. The environment. That's what my is, whole what point. What is that a response to, right? Right, exactly. right. It's the same thing where, um, and this is where we, Edward Bloom's punk ass is trying to like overturn what she successfully has done, overturn affirmative action. It's like people want to have this conversation to act as though everything is good now, or that if you're doing any kind of specialized uh, policy or practice for a particular group, that somehow that's reverse discrimination, which it's not, but it's mm -hmm. like racist to white people or racist to the dominant group. It's not. Because the whole thing is, the reason why you're addressing those um, addressing those inequities the way that you are is because of practice mm -hmm. and policy aimed directly at specific groups. Redlining right. affected everybody, but it was oh, targeted yeah. towards African Americans. Right? Yes, it was. Like, yes, it was. The reason why affirmative action exists is actually in the beginning for white women. In the beginning. Really? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the that beginning. Whole, yeah. And that's why, mm -hmm. because women the weren't equal, allowed Equal opportunity things, right? employer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you had to recognize The equal opportunity that. employer. Exactly, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. or you have to have your quota of women. The second, or the second amendment. Yeah, I wish it was the second amendment. The 19th amendment to give women the right to vote. Mm -hmm. Why do you have a 19th amendment to give women the right to vote? Because women could not vote, 
right? Right. I how are we sitting up there and be like, we, well, well, you know, that's 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 discriminatory towards men. No, it's not. You have eighteen other amendments that do not affect men. In fact, the fifteenth <laughs> amendment, as you said earlier, gives black men the right to vote. Mm-hmm. Now you need the Voting Rights men. Act to enforce that. Yeah. Right, right. But seriously, right. like Oh, and the poll tax uh-huh, amendment. Uh-huh. Also. <laughs> Right, like yeah, they had to actually make an amendment for the poll tax. God, oh my god, <laughs> that's so fucking. Ridiculous. But most people, I shouldn't say most people, from what it seems, and it's the internet, so take it with a grain of salt. Like yeah. it seems a lot louder because yeah. you get to see it all at once. But yeah, you know, dealing with that, you it seems as though apparently seventy four million people don't understand that. Or really, where, or what you're finding out, don't care to uh, to learn and understand that. It, this, they don't. They don't. It's this idea that, and it's part of it is the way that we're taught, especially in public schools. But it's like when we learn history, we learn events, and then they're done. We don't really spend yep. time on them and understand that these events have ramifications, positive and negative. We just learn that it happened at some date and time, and then that's it. You know, it's over, so we don't have right. to talk about it. It's like no. Advanced placement classes. Advanced placement classes were the only place where they actually went into that. And then, and then, well, I'll, I'll, I'll t- I'm gonna stop there. Right. Otherwise, well, we'll be here then that's a whole thing all fucking night. Who gets to be but, yeah, in advanced placement classes, <laughs> right. Right? right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 we'll stop. But yes. we'll stop here. We have to stop here. <laughs> we'll wrap up. But yes, like, yes. Dr. King addressed all of this mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. his very eloquent way. Um, yes, he did. You know, we talked about having the day for it. And, you know, I'm hoping that it endures because, like, the way that things are looking, uh, you know, it's like, well. Yeah, there's several got, people that are calling to get rid of it. Yeah, it's like, well, you got Juneteenth. It's like, well, okay, nobody asked for Juneteenth. Uh, but also, again, again, it's not a one for one. Well, some people some people did ask for Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, why, why does it have to be a, a one holiday thing? Mm-hmm. We got President's Day, and then we have other people's fucking birthdays. Yeah. But you have you have Memorial Day, and you have Veterans Day. Why can't they be wrapped into one? Mm-hmm. Not that I, I have any. I'm, I'm not saying I want that. I'm just saying yeah, or, if you're if you're talking about there's only one holiday, why is why can there should only be one holiday for the military then? Mm-hmm. Well, we can't do and that. And there should only be right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and. Well, and I don't want to. I don't. I don't. I don't. I agree. There shouldn't be a one for one. I think. Like, sure you can. I. 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 I think there should be a a Dr. MLK Mm -hmm. Junior Day. I think there should be a Juneteenth. I think there should be Mm -hmm. other commemorative holidays. You know, I think we're the only country in the world that still works like a five day. Only country in the Western free world, and I put both of those things in air quotes. Mm -hmm. But uh, that still works a a solid five to seven day week. And has so few federal holidays. Mm-hmm. Or support from the government in a real way. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dr. King talked about all of that, as we mentioned in the last episode. Mm-hmm. It's like, again, if this is the richest country in the world, or the richest nation in the world, the math's not math. Things are not right. adding up. Um, we'll wrap it up. There is... An episode of the Boondocks that has become legendary among folks. They always pass it around on Martin Luther King Day. Um, but again, it's it's hmm. I like the episode, but there is a twinge of like the weaponization 
of of how he's used against the black community and and more mm-hmm. so like the um no pun intended but the darker side of the black community uh, wow okay i know right i'm like yeah no pun intended but there you go <laughs> uh, <laughs> i never even would have thought of something that, right? until you pointed out <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but like yeah just how like black culture, black American culture, like some mm-hmm. of the pitfalls where it just if it comes to some of the music or some of the style or some of the boastfulness or whatever. Again, it's mm-hmm. still in response to white supremacy. And this is right. this gives into a conversation of like policing blackness. Cause what is blackness mm-hmm. just as what is whiteness, right? It's all made up, right. but because of the system that we live in or the environment that we live in, these are the things that kind of spring up from it. Anyway, um, yeah. One of at the end of the episode, the episode is like a, is a dream where Dr. King did not die when he was shot. He just went into a coma for forty years. When oh. he awakens, he sees what has become of the black community in the current era. And this is uh, this episode yeah. was made in two thousand six, and he's just like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah. Like, and again, I I speak on this because it's. Um, some of the weaponization of like right. again dr king did not die so you could go in game bang. dr king did not die because yeah. you know, so you could do this or that or whatever and this episode is like is this it is this what i got all those ass weapons for like i had a dream that we would be um at a different plateau we would be at a different plane right now and y'all are fucking it up yeah that's a whole episode i get where yeah. he's coming from and now that i know a little bit more you know, yeah. sometimes it's like I can understand what they're saying, but at the same time, again, mm-hmm. you know, it's how it's how the idea of Martin Luther King is weaponized in order to again yeah. anesthetize a freedom struggle movement. Because right. it's like, well, what are you struggling right. for? You don't have to. Doctor King, he had a dream. Uh, you know, no, he he went. You know, content of your content of your character, not the color of your skin. Which, by the way, is a misquote and yeah, a misinterpretation. <laughs> yes, that drives me up. Which, but that's that's what white people all put out on their Facebook, yes, and their Twitter, yes, every Martin Luther King Day, mm-hmm. and then also say, "Well, I don't see color." Yes, okay, yes, you do. You, you do. have to. Yeah, well, that they... and it's okay to it's it's okay to see color. Yeah. It's how you it's you the valuation treat that afterwards. of the color. Yeah, you see. exactly. Yes, exactly. You're black. I'm white. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the fact that you're black, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm fine being white. Mm-hmm. Yes. I do feel bad about lots of different things, but I'll tell you this though, you know, I do feel bad about stuff, mm-hmm. but it was not my responsibility at the time, and I'm doing the best I can in my own little sphere mm-hmm. to not make those mistakes yeah. and to get better because you know that's I'm, what you're supposed to do. I'm a you know, you do the best man. you can until you know better than do better, yes. according to my Angela. Yes, I'm a sister. Mm-hmm. That's my in that's a my favorite quote. Society. Yes, am, exactly. Am I responsible yeah. for patriarchy? No, but I'm aware of patriarchy, so right. I do the best that and I I'm can. And I'm a non-racist white woman. Exactly. <laughs> like, I do the best. A non-racist middle-class white woman mm-hmm. or who's even... not named Karen and who is trying my best <laughs> to. And just just so you know, Karens have ruined it for people like me. <laughs> Who are a white woman and who I'm very vocal when something doesn't go right, but I don't do it for dumb things like you fucked up my latte. Mm-hmm. 
but if something doesn't go well of course I'm going to speak out about that but then now it's like oh do I do that because I'm now I'm afraid to be called a Karen mm -hmm. you know because of that whole situation which I know is nothing like what we're talking about but yeah. it kind of is in some little way Only because that's part of the about. patriarchy also yeah. though but that's part of the patriarchy also because what that did by by jumping on this Karen bandwagon what that did is it silenced voices about things that might actually fucking matter not the latte mm -hmm. You know, not somebody getting my latte wrong, mm -hmm. but me speaking up about things that actually matter. Whereas, am I afraid that people are going to go sit down, Karen? Shut up, Karen! Ha ha ha! You're such a Karen because I'm a white lady, mm -hmm. and that's 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 what's kind of happened. Mm -hmm. But that's again, that's part of the system too. Yeah. Just on a, a fringe side to it. Yeah, but it all. But connects. it's it's part of it too because I guarantee you, some white man's the one that called a white lady a Karen first. No. And then it just went on from there. No, the white man he he co-opted it to then make it same thing with. Oh, folks. was it was it a black person? Yeah. That makes sense to yeah, me too. Because we came. Well, up that's with, because because like, Karen is is the one who always wants to see it's Karen or Becky who always wants to see the manager. It's, uh, it's Karen, Becky, and right. Rachel. Got that haircut. Yeah, too. yeah. And Becky, Karen, Becky yeah, and Becky with the good hair. Yeah, but they <laughs> when they's like we want to speak to your manager and they want to speak to your manager about something frivolous because they didn't get their way. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's right. Where, Which that's makes where it, it bad for from. me. But the white man co-opted the white man with power to be like, of oh, course they did. You can put women Again, back in their part place. of the system though. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Part of the system though too is co-opting something that's not there. Yes. Because, because they don't have anything. Enough. That's the whole point. That's why <laughs> whiteness is a lie. There's nothing there. Yeah. If you really And just so people know, I do love the white men in my life. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not saying all my husband is not like this. That's assumed. My son yes, is not we like know. This. Yes, yes. Well, it's just like all, <laughs> I just want people to like, understand. When I'm you say like, men are I'm trash, it's not all. We don't have to say right. all men. Right. We know that. Right. Yes. Yeah. Again. Yes. I Black lives so, matter. We I don't will. have to say all. We know that. Right. <laughs> but when we're talking <laughs> I just about wanted, you know, just yes. in case somebody starts listening and they're like, "Who is? Oh my God!" Yeah. But we're talking about we're we're talking about the macro versus micro. So we're talking about structure versus individual. And Absolutely. The whole idea, the structure of what is white supremacy is a lie. Yeah. There's nothing there. But right. it, it absorbs. Think about it like this. If you have a picture of different colors, it doesn't matter what the picture actually is, but there are different colors, hues, such and such. If you dump mm -hmm. a can of white paint on it, what happens? It absorbs it's everything. Gone. It's all gone. Yeah. And all you have is the white paint left. It's been absorbed just... into it. Right, yeah. so that's why when Liam clicked the do the drop down button to click white, and it was like, are you yeah. German? Are you Scottish? Are you Irish? Are you this? Are you that? Right, all of those countries have culture. All of those countries have heritage. There is German culture and Irish yeah. and Scottish, and it, it's very rich. Yeah. The Celtic um, culture and history, all of that stuff is very interesting. But when you become white, all of that stuff is stripped it takes down. It away. You're just white. Yep. Like, what is that? Yeah. Right, and as James Baldwin put yeah. it, we'll wrap it up here. As James Baldwin put it, it's like the only reason why you think you're white, or why you think why you think I'm black, is so you can be white, and vice versa. Yeah. And why you created something like that, the general view, of course, why that was created yes. was for power. That's the reason. Yep. That's <laughs> what it comes down so to. So it's very different yes. when you hear white power, right, versus yep. black power. Yep. There's a very different thing. Or just power. Yes. 
Well, when yes. he, as he put it with Dick Chinese Cavett, power. But with, with Dick Cavett of the Dick Cavett show, yeah. he said when the linking That's of the words wonderful. black and power and the, and the republic yeah. reacted the way that it did, it's an admission. Because you know yeah. what you've done with your power. Girl power well, makes same. men upset because yeah. men know what they've done with their power. Well, that's why they don't want to let it go because they saw how they abused their power and if you give it to somebody else, they're going to abuse it too possibly. Mm -hmm. And you know, you don't want to be the at the you don't want to be at the other end of that whip, do you? Right. So like you know, so that's, it would be in yeah. your best interest exactly. to stop doing it. Mm -hmm. But no, they don't yeah. want to. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, then maybe you should stop. I don't yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah maybe. No. And even the idea of that is like getting even. It's like, yeah, maybe with one or two, sure. But like everybody, yeah, yeah I'm all that. You know, there, yeah, there are people exactly. who have wronged me, sure. It's like, there's one or two I really want to push down the stairs. But the other ones, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Let by well, unfortunately, we do. Yeah, we do need to wrap up because it's starting to get dark here and the mosquitoes are liking my laptop. Oh, no. Go away, mosquitoes. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting outside. That's right. Enjoying the nice weather. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Wow. All right. Well, tell them where they can find where were they would tell us where they can find us and all that good stuff. Yes. Let's wrap up. Well, we're wrapping up here. So this is our rant mm -hmm. about Dr. King and everything outside of Dr. King because it all connects. Yes, it, does. <laughs> it all does. All connects. So you'll see the first uh, you'll see the first episode uh, talking about today. This episode was this episode. We said what we said. So. Yep. You can find us uh, off kilter, no filter at yahoo.com. Email us. You can also find us on Facebook, off kilter, no filter Facebook group. We are not on Twitter anymore, X, whatever they call it. Nope. No one cares. Yeah, it's not done with that crap. Yeah, it's, like, it was dumb to be in. Like, no one cares. And um, I'm going to put some of Dr. King's uh, uh, speeches in this one. Or not the mm -hmm. whole thing, but just excerpts. Yeah. Uh, so last yeah, episode, it was Stevie Wonder's uh, song, Happy Birthday. And in this episode will be the man himself, Dr. King, um, in some yes. of the uh, some of his excerpts. Because, uh, of course, he can yes. say it a hell of a lot better than I can. And just know that what he was saying in 1963, 64, 65, all the way through 68 is the same thing we are saying today. The only difference is it's yes. in high death. And you have it in the mm -hmm. palm of your hand. Yep, absolutely. And on that note, so deuces. <laughs> yes. See you. See you next time. Is much All right, more bye. bewildering bye. than outright rejection. I had hoped that the white moderate would understand that law and order exist for the purpose of establishing justice, and that when they fail in this purpose. They become the dangerously structured dams that block the flow to social progress. I had hoped that white moderates would understand that the present tension in the South is a necessary phase of the transition from an obnoxious negative peace in which the Negro passively accepted his unjust plight to a substantive and positive peace in which all men will respect the dignity and worth of human personality.